Dear God's own people, Welcome to this first working day of this week. This is your podcast, Believers on Board, through which you hear God's voice of inspiration. In today's edition, we shall read from Psalm 62, the verses 6 to 7. He alone protects and saves me. He is my defender, and I shall never be defeated. Psalm 62, verse 6. My soul protector. The psalmist sees God as the only person who protects him. Being his only defender, and a unique one, the writer says, I shall never be defeated. Never be defeated by what? The author doesn't say. Maybe he believes God is his savior and protector. He shall not be defeated by sin. He shall not be defeated by evil or his enemies. If God is on your side, providing all the protection and defense you need. Nothing can happen to you, even if the devil comes in any shape or form. The God who saves you is mightier than anything the devil is able to do, so your security is guaranteed. Some people don't share the psalmist's idea. I mean, they don't believe that God alone protects them. Those who have night watchmen around their homes will say the men protect them. People who place charms and amulets under their pillows and beds believe those dead things protect them. Are you one of those with bundles on your bed, armpit or waist? Shame that you believe in God, yet people deceive you that those things can protect you. That's a lie. Now listen, those things don't work. If you have them, please remove and burn before the end of today. If you believe in God as your protector, you shall never be defeated at all. Night watchmen and better than charms and amulets. God is our sole protector. He protects you and protects the night watchman who guards your compound at night. The security guard does not protect you. What he or she does is to scare away or frighten thieves that come to steal or harm you. Remember how many night watchmen themselves have been killed at job site. This tells you that only God alone can protect and save us, not inanimate objects. We do value the role of night watchmen and the solid fences built around our houses for protection. But the ultimate security we have in our daily lives is in the hands of God. The writer of Psalm 62 does not see other sources of protection. 
He says God alone protects and saves. We have no other unique defender except God who ensures that we are never defeated. Well, if you don't believe that God can do what he says, then you will not affirm his protective hand over you. And if God is not your protector, you are vulnerable as most people are, then you will look for protection from other places or sources. That is the case with those who don't trust in God completely. They go to sorcerers, visit medicine people, enroll in dangerous secret societies, and even sacrifice human blood in order to get protection. That should not be so with you, a true child of God. Give total trust and confidence to the God who tells us that he is our protector and he will not disappoint you. If you have a God who loves you to the extent that he sacrificed his only begotten son for you to have eternal life, that God would be most willing to protect you from any harm. That God will remain your defender by day and by night. And he will ensure that nothing touches or harms you. But if you are not a child of God who believes in the love and care of the Father, you are bound to look for protection somewhere else. Some people outside, they think believers are naive to trust in God for safety and yet still die. God did not promise that we shall never die. So that criticism is baseless. Jesus told us to fear God who can kill both the body and the soul. He said, when we die, God shall raise us from the dead and give us eternal life. So never allow anything or anybody to weaken your faith in the God who protects and saves. And never allow anyone to push on you what God does not promise in his word. Like a child who simply trusts in the love and protection of the parents, trust God for protection today. Trust God for protection tomorrow and trust God for protection throughout your life on earth. As you do that, be assured that your Father in heaven will remain your fortress and nothing will defeat you in Jesus' name. Amen. For the prayer of intercession today, Please pray for all the people who believe in false gods, spelled small g-o-d-s. Pray for those who believe that other things can protect them in this life. My name is Achoa Omeni. Good day and God's protection from all forces of evil. Good day. 
listeners, and welcome to another day. Thank God we are together, and we are together again on a new edition of Believers on Board. Some of my listeners like to call it B.O.B., and others simply refer to it as Bob. I'm comfortable with whatever you choose to call it. It all points to God's voice of inspiration. Today we shall read from John chapter 20, the verses 24 to 29. Thomas said to them, Unless I see the scars on the nails in his hands and put my fingers in those scars and my hand in his side, I will not believe. John 20, 25. Unless. You remember Thomas pretty well, I guess. The Doubting Thomas, as some people like to call him, he was the one who said he would not believe that Jesus had resurrected unless he saw, touched, and felt the resurrected Lord. Thomas was a hardcore see-before-you-believe person. He was not with the other disciples when Jesus appeared to them. When he returned, his friends said to him, We have seen the Lord. Not certain of what his ears heard, Thomas shot out, Unless I see the scars, I will not believe. Did Thomas doubt the resurrection? Probably. Did he trust the other disciples, the other apostles? Maybe not. Did he trust only himself? Most likely. It could also be that he trusted his friends, but wanted to see the Lord himself. He heard Jesus say he will die and rise, but apparently that message did not sink deep to convince Thomas. Thus, when his colleagues confirmed the appearance of the Lord, this disciple wanted to see the scars, put his fingers in them, and in the sight of Jesus before believing. Have you heard of the expression, making assurance double sure? That's what Apostle Thomas wanted. The resurrection was not something to believe on hearsay, but to see and touch for yourself before you believe. At least that's the way Thomas thought. When Jesus finally appeared to the disciples and invited Thomas to satisfy himself by touching the risen Lord, Thomas got what he wanted. Then Jesus said to him, Stop your doubting and believe. And then Thomas responded, My Lord and my God. Jesus then said to him, 
Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. We have different kinds of Thomases in society today. People who want to see God face to face before they believe. Some Christians don't believe in the resurrection and you wonder whether or not to call such people Christians at all. To some people, heaven and life after death are a joke. They want to go to heaven or hell before they believe those places exist. Such individuals say, we can't see heaven or hell on the map, so they don't exist. They say, unless somebody goes to heaven and back, they will not believe. To such people, Jesus says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Nobody can appreciate Christ for you, only you by yourself. That's what Thomas wanted, to experience the risen Lord himself, not through the mouths or eyes of other people. Don't rush to blame Thomas for doubting the resurrection. Every one of us has a small Thomas in him or her. We have our genuine doubts about God and about Scripture. But when we express those doubts to others and to our spiritual leaders, they can help us know better and then believe firmly. Never be ashamed to voice out your doubts or ignorance, for it is by doing so that you gain knowledge and understanding. You shall not inherit eternal life because your wife or your husband believed in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You have to do that yourself. Therefore, unless you believe, unless you see Jesus with your eyes of faith, unless you Thomas Jesus yourself, you cannot have life everlasting. Some Christians who have not fully grasped the gospel message may tell you, unless you speak in tongues, unless you cast out demons, unless you fast, unless you do this or do that, you cannot be a devout Christian. Those prescriptions are not from the Lord. But listen to this. Unless you repent of your sins, unless you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will not have salvation. These are not the words of Achoa Umene. They are words that come from the Holy Scriptures. So believe in Jesus even though you have not seen him physically and you will be saved. He rose from the dead to give you sweet, everlasting life. Do you believe that? Unless you do, don't say heaven is your home. Believe, and you have it all. Amen.
For today, our prayer of intercession should focus on those who still doubt the existence of God and the resurrection of His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray for them. This is your broadcast minister and friend, Achoa Umene. May your faith in the risen Lord grow deeper and stronger every day. God's blessings today and always.